Thanks for joining me for season five of the We're Not Done Yet podcast. This is Susan Macias, and I'm so glad you're here as we talk about how we can serve the Lord, how we can serve our communities and each other. Because if we're not home yet, we're not done yet. Welcome to episode 505. For the next few episodes, I'm going to be talking about a phenomenon that is happening on, um, I, I want to say TV. That's how old I am. It's not really TV anymore. I don't know what to call it. Whatever it is, the shows that are out there for us to stream. And the big one right now is Shiny Happy People on Amazon Prime. It's a very interesting story. And I felt a lot of angst about watching it or just kind of hesitation because I assumed that it would be very negative towards Christianity as a whole and use one thing that was bad to make everything else look bad. And you know, there's some of that. But there's also some other things that I wanted to talk through. And I think it's important because I think a lot of people are going to be watching it. And I wanted to give you some perspectives, maybe some guidelines or thoughts. And I'm just going to tell you about it from my perspective as a homeschooler, as someone that is very familiar with ATI that they talk about a lot in there, and just give you my perspective. And let me tell you a little bit about me, because I think it's important for you to know my thoughts towards the show are very much um, affected by who I am in the same way that the thoughts of those that made the show affect the story they tell. So where we sit is going to very much um, change how we view something or how we interpret it. So here's me, Susan Macias, homeschool mom for 27 years. So you know I'm not anti-homeschooling from the get-go. If I had to be placed in the world's boxes these days, which I really don't think I fit totally in any one box, praise Jesus, but my box For most people looking from the outside in, they'd say, oh, you're a conservative Christian. And I do think of myself as conservative um, politically and um, I guess in the, I I was going to say what, religiously, I that's not a word that I use very much, but um, only in the sense that I do take scripture very seriously. Here's a biggie that you need to know, because the the show talks a lot about the uh, group of homeschooling group that the Duggars are associated with, and that is ATI. And we used ATI curriculum. So I know from where I speak, we used it for eight of our 27 years of homeschooling. So that's a significant amount. And so when I am talking about these things, that has something to do with it. I still have the character quality books that we got through IBLP. Um, they have these character qualities and it has little animals and how they did it. And it was a great way for us to be able to talk about the things that we wanted to be. We we wanted to be people who were dependable and kind and industrious and took initiative. And those are all positive qualities in whatever work you do. So I still, you know, I still have that around. But I was never a Duggarite. I never, I watched maybe four episodes of their show. I thought they were interesting, but frankly, a little kooky. So that's my take from them. We had, when we have, I guess still, but not all in the same home, but we raised a large family. We had seven children. Um, But we also felt that godly wisdom could be used in all our family decisions, including the size of our family. So our quiver felt very full, but we were not of the 
quiverful movement of however many children that come along from the time, you know, you can have kids when you get married until, you know, you go through menopause. That's not how we approach the size of our family. So those are like backgrounds for me to give you as you're listening. Um, I hope that what I have to tell you will be helpful if you watch this series or if you've watched it and you're trying to process it to maybe think through some of these things. Okay. Um, so you may think from hearing those things that I'm going to argue against the show, but I'm not going to, I didn't agree with all of it. And I'm not standing in the, on the same platform that the people who made it, but I do think there was, there's a story there to be told. What I do know, and I'll talk about this more later, that much is left out of the story that they tell. And one of the things that can reveal bias is not just the facts that you tell, it's the facts that you leave out. Because left out facts end up distorting the truth. And so that's part of what I saw in this process. But I knew families that were like the ones that were discussed in this documentary, or I don't know what it's, I don't, it's not really a documentary, whatever it is, in the this four episode show, I knew families that were like that. And I believe every one of those now grown adults who were kids, who were put through all kinds of stuff, and those horrific experience they had at different headquarters, and the... Um, the the stress on the family of trying to live up to these standards that were put on them, not from Jesus, but from Bill Gothard. I knew I knew people like that. So I I think there is a story there to be told. But now let's talk about the show. First of all, it's called the title is Shiny Happy People, Duggar Family Secrets. But I could never decide, watching through the entire four episodes, was it about the Duggars or was it about ATI? Because it seemed to me it was sort of about both of those things, like revealing, not um, just about the Duggar family. Um, I When we were in ATI, the Duggars didn't really pop up on my radar. I, I mean, I didn't do a lot of ATI stuff. Um, outside of, you know, we used the curriculum, um, did go, we went to a few of those um, conventions that they show on the show. Um, I don't really remember, maybe one of them, I heard some of the Duggars, my, my, one of my daughters said she remembered it more. So they were not tied to me with ATI and the Duggars were not tied in that way in my mind until much later. Um, and like I said before, if you're watching the show, know the slant from which it is told. Just like when you're listening to this, I've told you the slant from which I am telling my opinion of the show. Know the slant. Going in, it is told by non-Christians. It is told by people that have <clears throat> possibly an ax to grind. I don't know, but know that going in. So what did I learn from the show? Here's one. You can raise your family or you can put them on TV. But once the family on TV is paying your bills, you're going to mess up your kids. I don't care who you are. <clears throat> I can proudly say that I have never watched a show of the Kardashians. I never have. But at least they're adults. I mean, at least adultish. I mean, they're, they're big people making these decisions and having their babies on TV and doing all the things that they do on TV. But they're older. Right now, you have a bunch of kids with the Duggars that were back then making the show. One of the 
the most shocking things to me is when Jill says, like, she never got money from all those years on the show, even when she was an adult. So if you have contracts to control your kids' lives and, and control their money of it, and they're, they're helping you make money, but none of the money they're helping you make is going to them, and it's all going to you, you are messed up and you're going to mess your kids up. Okay. So that's just a big, you know, any of you thinking about having a reality show of your, of your family, please don't. Number two, and this is something that has been drilled into us over the last few years. Your sins are going to find you out. Did Bill Gothard really think that he could sit there and, and fondle women and it would not come out? That he could take all these young men that these parents, these very serious parents were entrusting to him, and that he could harm them and that nobody would know? It's like Ravi Zacharias. You know, when, when his stuff came out, I was just heartbroken. You know the truth, and yet you're living a lie. How does that, how do you keep breathing every day and doing that? Your sins are going to find you out. Another thing really struck me because I just got finished in the last few weeks listening to the rise and fall of Mars Hill. And it's very, very different cultures in the way that you have kind of the the skater mentality out in Seattle, Christians, and then you have this fundamentalist Baptist kind of perspective um, going on with ATI. But I saw a lot of parallels And one of the biggest things that I see is when the reputation of an organization becomes more important than the individuals within that, then you will make huge mistakes and you will cover up sin and people will be hurt. And yes, it does. It happens in churches and and it should never happen in churches, but it does. The church becomes more important. The movement becomes more important, whatever. But it happens all over the place. Is anybody, you know, all the stories of USA Gymnastics? Because it was very much, we have a gymnastics organization that all of a sudden, for the first time, I grew up in the 70s and 80s watching the Russians win everything. And then Romania came along and they won everything. And so I thought USA Gymnastics would never win a medal. So when all of a sudden we become great, this great powerhouse of gymnastics, I mean, who's going to topple that castle down? And it it ends up that when we put an organization over the individuals, we're going to make really bad decisions. And, And that is shown over and over again in this documentary series. It reinforced for me another thing that I believe strongly is that you shouldn't, you should never drink from one well. If you are learning about something, you need to learn from lots of different teachers. And I'm not talking about that whatever you believe is true. I'm saying you need to know the arguments for and against anything that you are studying. You need to be in the Word of God. You need to not just have one person telling you what the Bible means. You need to be in it yourself. You have got to be getting your information and your sources from lots of places so that you are not brainwashed. And then the last thing is just so convicted and so sad as I'm watching it. Church, we need to take sin seriously because it says in Hebrews that the shaking, when the shaking comes, it begins with us. 
And our sins, God is not interested in hiding sins. He doesn't get embarrassed. We do, and so we hide them. He doesn't get embarrassed. We should not be hiding anything because it's going to come out. And it need, if it has to be hidden, if we can't tell, if something's happened in our family and our family's saying, we don't tell anybody about that, that is the biggest red siren going off. Find a friend and tell them. Because we need, it's not that I'm saying post everything on social media that you ever do wrong. I'm saying we need to have transparency in our lives and honesty and humility that we can repent and to tell people and to confess our sins one to another and to be honest and open. Okay, so those are the things that really stuck out to me personally. Now, what the show didn't have. These are things that as I thought through, um, as I was watching it and afterwards, I've just thought about it for the last 12 hours and, and trying to put it all together. What did it not have? And maybe this was because it was a Duggar expose. But like I said before, I could never tell, was it a Duggar expose or an ATI expose? But there was a large lack of families who were not cultish about ATI and who used the curriculum well. It, in that way, it was not intellectually honest. If I knew nothing about ATI and I watched that show, I would think every person that did it were these little Stepford wives and automatons that were marching in some, you know, mind meld. And that wasn't what it was. I mean, it was for some people. I'm not, I'm not saying it wasn't. And I'm not, I'm not defending ATI. I'm not defending Bill Gothard. I'm not defending anybody that did that. I'm just saying, I also know great families with loving adult children who did not resent or hate what happened to them in their childhood who used ATI. So that was not balanced in how it was done. And there was a huge lack of nuance. There was just a lumping together of homeschooling. It just, they kind of threw things out there like it was everybody. And there's such a variety of homeschooling. There is Christian homeschoolers and non-Christian homeschoolers. There's all kinds of reasons that people choose to homeschool. And it just, it didn't, it just threw words like everybody was like that. For us, it was very important to teach our kids critical thinking. And that's what I thought was lacking as they were discussing these things. They weren't really discussing it. They were just telling you what was wrong with what happened. And you've got to be able to hear both sides of experiences because the people always experience things differently. Um, and you've got to be able to do that and hear that in order to have an honest explanation of what was going on. Okay, so what did the show do right? Um, I loved how Jill Duggar was very honest in what she said. And I think it was very hard for her. I admire her willingness to do that. I imagine that they ask other um, Duggars to talk and they didn't want to. Uh, and I certainly understand that as well. Family is hard. And when you have hard stories in your family, it's very difficult to know how to let those out. You know, I felt so sorry for her when she's talking about the abuse she experienced from her brother and how, you know, that shouldn't have been let out. Nobody should have known that. It should have just been with our family. And part of me thought, well, uh, somebody should have known that. And people should have, like that policeman that they actually took him to and 
there should have been things that happened that didn't. But she was right. It was none of our business. However, her parents had paraded her life and her brother's life in front of a lot of families for a very long time. And that's what happens. Another reason. Don't put your kids on TV. But we did get to hear from the inside. What was it like for her? The other thing I thought it did right is it it gave young people who were hurt by ATI a place to discuss that because they've just been able to talk to each other um, on some of that, like Recovering Grace in different places. There's lots of forums. If you want to read or hear about the horrible things that have happened to some people, it's out there. But this gave them a place to discuss. And I really pray that that opens up those hurt places for healing and life to be able to flow back into those wounds. Um, that in a way, this is a a place where healing could begin. And for me, I, one of the things I thought I did right, it re- revealed the reality of reality TV, that it ain't real. It's not real. You got cameras everywhere. And you are talking about different ways and things and doing, I just, I don't care if they say, oh, we forget the cameras are there. No way. So don't watch reality TV is my takeaway. Didn't really watch a lot of it anyway, even more so not watching that and and know that what you're watching isn't real. So that's what I thought the show did right. What did the show do wrong? Um, I, I really thought as I was watching it, they made the conclusion before they ever started gathering up clips and the show was designed to prove their already made conclusion. So it was not investigative. Ooh, that's a hard word. Investigative. (laughs) They didn't investigate. It wasn't investigative journalism. It wasn't. It was trying to paint a picture. And they did that. And I'm not saying there was no research or investigation at all, but it wasn't going in and, and really pulling out from all the people that knew things. I saw this, especially in episode four, thought they made a really big stumble. They made a huge leap from this relatively small percentage of homeschoolers or of people that were, you know, live like the Duggars. They're really, I mean, there are people out there and they're real lives and real people get hurt. But uh, when I'm telling you, the percentage is not that high. And they, they made this huge leap to like, everything. And so Alex Harris is on there. I don't know where he is in his life. So I would only conclude from watching him talk that he no longer believes what he used to say he believed. You know, I I know him from his family. We heard his dad speak about homeschooling back in the day, uh, loved his book, Do Hard Things that he wrote with his brother, knew that Josh had walked away from the faith. And I don't know if Alex has or not, but he very much dissed on everything that basically has made him who he is now. Like he is a very, he's clerked for a high judge. I don't remember what the level of the judge was. So this debate that he went to, Patrick Henry College that he went to, all these Generation Joshua that he went to that gave him skills to think and how to understand government. And so maybe he's changed his mind on government, but now it's like, oh, they're all out there brainwashing. If people are out there believing things and teaching others, that's happening all over the United States and in all different subjects and from all different political slants and in all different agendas. It 
it was very intellectually dishonest to me. And when they took that broad brush, like we hear we've talked about this very small percentage of people, and they take this broad brush, and they lump in, oh, just like that is things like Generation Joshua and Teen Pact and NCFCA and the Creation Museum. And I'm like, wow, that was such a big leap. And you didn't connect the two. I'm sorry, they didn't connect. So for me, episode four was a big stumble. Um, It just didn't, I didn't understand the connection. Because the Duggars were interested in politics, we're going to find how other Christians are interested in politics. And then we find somebody who didn't like the way that they were interested in politics as a young person that now they don't like. Because lots of people are interested in politics. Some are Christians. Some aren't. Some are conservative. Some are liberal. Some want to have socialist government. Some want to go back to um, back to the republic and the way things were before. So there's a big group out there, and they just kind of lumped everybody in. I didn't like how they extended their broad brush to this, like a bunch of fast clips of a bunch of Christian influencers. There are influencers from all different walks of life and um, thoughts. One of their main people they had on there, and I don't have the name of her in front of me, and she um, talked about she does she loves to get on, she puts on her makeup, and she talks about fundamentalist Christians and what they do wrong. She's an influencer. She's out there putting her information out on YouTube. Why? Because she believes it. And she has the right to do that. Why wouldn't anybody else? And then the other big thing I thought they did wrong was never talking to kids who enjoyed the programs that they are putting up there. Because I knew young men that went through alert that they have up there and they say, oh, they're creating a militia. Like we're, AGI was trying to like take over the the world. Um, and I would just say, eh, I, that wasn't the experience I heard from people that I knew that went through it. None of my kids did it, but some of their friends did. And it was more like, Hey, it's a boot camp. It's pushing you. It's finding out how you could do something hard and and pushing past the limits you thought you had. And same way, like my son experienced that when he went through the fire academy when he was 19 years old, and he got physically pushed way stronger than than we could have ever done or he had experienced up to then, but it enabled him to learn things about himself. So I thought that that was intellectually dishonest as well. So what is my take on the show? I think that it's important for us as believers to know what is going on around us. And so I would I would say, if you are up to it, watch the show. Put on your critical thinking hat. Make sure, like check your heart as you're watching it. Does anything kind of ding you that, you know, maybe I'm relying on this one person too much to get knowledge from. Maybe I am only listening to that one person's podcast. And that's how I'm seeing all of Christianity. Because if you're doing that, that is going to cause problems. We need to not um, take in from only one well. Also, we need to not idolize people. There should never, ever ever be anything like a Christian celebrity. And and listening to Rise and Fall of Mars Hill gave me that idea as well. There should never be anything that looks like a Christian celebrity because the only person we need to be making much of is Jesus. And when we become a celebrity, people listen to us like we know more than they do. And that is a very dangerous place to be. So here I am giving you my thoughts 
You should not take my thoughts and run with them. You should test them and make sure they're true. I have a couple of other things that I want to talk about. One is the next episode will be about our ATI experience. Since you know, I'm not a big Duggar fan, but I, we did experience ATI. I want to give that experience and why I think our family did not fall in to the trap that other families obviously did. Um, we did not have the experience that they talk about on that show, and I'm so grateful for it. And then I'm also going to talk about what I've learned from watching this, um, the pitfalls of of having such a strong leader, whether it's Mars Hill or whether it's ATI or whether it's any other thing like that. Um, what is our defense against that? So I'm going to talk about that in the next few episodes. I think that Shiny Happy People is um, is an example of you know when we when we <laughs> when we so carelessly live our lives and think no one will find out about it there are people happy to take our lives our sins our problems our inconsistencies our hypocrisy make a show about it and cast it out to the world and there are a lot of people that would love to watch that so how can we live in a way where our life and our faith and what we say we believe lines up with how we act because that is where hypocrisy shows up when we say we believe one thing and we act differently. It should not be so, brother and sister. It should not be so. We love Jesus. We want to raise our families to love Jesus. That can be a, such a blessing for us, for our children, for our children's children. It's a beautiful thing. But we aren't going to be a perfect family. We're not going to have perfect kids. And there's no perfect leader to follow. There you go. So I will talk to you again about ATI in the next one. And um, until then, press into Jesus, listen to the Holy Spirit in your heart, and get into the Word. Because that way, when someone says something goofy, you'll go, I don't think so. <laughs>